God is not your servant. God is not your dog on a leash. God is not your magic lamp. God is not your genie in the bottle. God is not your Santa Claus or your leprechaun or your lucky coin or your dream catcher or your rabbit's foot. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. To those who do not know the Lord or even claim to know the Lord, this does not apply. It's to all of you who I know who claim to know the Lord with crosses tattooed on your body and around your neck, Bibles in your hands and so-called worship songs on your tongue or on your stereo. Stop it. You who claim to know the Lord. God owes you nothing. You owe a debt that can never be repaid. Therefore, you are constantly, by your love for him, by your gratitude for an unpayable debt that he does not hold to your account, are constantly doing service to him out of gratitude. I can never repay you. Therefore, you can never ask too much of me. If I have a debt that I can never pay, then there's nothing you cannot ask that I could ever say no to. And very little that you ever have to ask because I am so grateful. I serve before you even ask. I give before you even tell me how much. I jump before you even tell me how high. It is I that's asking you constantly, is there anything else? I bought you your coffee, your toast. Is there anything else you need? Oh no, I'm okay. Are you sure it's anything else? Where is that attitude? You rebellious servant, because you are selfish. And anyone who loves the Father would never have selfishness because there is nothing that they are in need of that they have to seek or pursue for their own self-interest. Does not Father give you all you need? And if he does nothing else, has he not already surpassed in giving you a bountiful, abundant cup overflowing? What is wrong with you? And when you fall short and sin and repent, Teshuvah, and get up and start all over, you don't get to look back on past deeds and past merits and ask God, does that count? That is not holy because you are not holy. And you refuse to repent because you are full of yourself. And as long as you're full of yourself, you are not saved. You understand what saved means? What true repentance means? You don't talk like that. I've never seen in scripture anyone who claims to be a follower of God that talks like that. Before Yeshua, doing Yeshua, or after. The heart of God, you can see. From Genesis to Malachi, even Peter, crucify me upside down. He wasn't the only one. Several were crucified upside down, not feeling worthy to even die the way the Messiah died. Interesting. 
Repent. You cannot go to bank creditors or the IRS and talk about the years that you did pay your taxes. When they caught you for years that you didn't pay, you don't get credit. Nor do you get credit on your FICA score, TransUnion, Experian, for having 800 score 10 years ago, but then ended up in bankruptcy and all kinds of other debts 10 years later, and then asking them, do I get credit? No, you do get a chance, by the way, to start all over. Take advantage of the grace to start all over instead of asking, can I be credited? Start all over and do right. But you have no intention to start over and do right. Because you think you are owed, you are diabolical. You are wicked people. You serve your jobs and yourself and women and dogs and man more than God. These are all your gods, as Solomon did in Israel with all of the multiple wives who bought their gods, their shoes, their puppies and kittens and placed them all over Israel as gods did not take on the name of the man they married or the God he served, but bought their own name and their own gods. You come to God and you leave nothing of yourself behind, do you? You bring all of that into God's temple to pollute and contaminate Yadhe You come to God naked and leave that mess buried, burned and behind so that he gives you a new robe. And as Patty LaBelle saying, a new attitude, especially gratitude, that launches your latitude and altitude into the throne presence of the Shekinah glory of God. Yadhevahe Adonai. Return and repent. Teshuvah. Good morning. Just having my morning cup of joe. Who controls the narrative? We say the media or the papacy, the church, Hollywood, Wall Street, Washington, D.C. Who controls the narrative, the messaging, the propaganda machine to tell you how to think, to manipulate you, to move you? Corporations, secret societies. Who controls the narrative? And then we say that to explain away or excuse the way we act why we fight, why we divide, why we do what we do, because someone programmed us, we say. We can't help ourselves. It's the media, it's Fox News, it's CNN, it's the Republicans, it's the liberals. 
And that argument first is established long before the media. You have but only to look inside your house who controls the narrative. After all, you were born a rather pliable, spongible, vulnerable, easily trained, manipulated, indoctrinated child who did not know his head from his feet though you did attempt to explore both and everything else in your environment until you were told no don't do that no 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 by who the thing that parented you if it wasn't your actual biological parent something parented Was it uncle? Was it auntie? Was it gamma or granny? Was it papa or grandpa? Was it mommy? Was it daddy? Was it the neighbor? Was it the gang in the street? Was it the television? The video game? Or some spiritual encounter from a Ouija board? What parented you? What told you how the world was? Was it the rules of Monopoly? What trains you to believe the way you believe, to think the way you think? Saturday morning cartoons? Something gave you a worldview about you and everything else around you. What to say, how to be, how to act, and what to do. How to see yourself, and you don't need the mirror. No, that's too revealing, too honest. In fact, when you look in the mirror, you must paint yourself on something other than what you see in the mirror because you have to be completely dissatisfied and unrealistic with the actual you. You have to look like what I show you, the doll baby. That isn't black like you, it's blonde. Or the cyborg or robots, which they are now making. And trolls. Unfortunately, Africa, the new robotic industry is, well, I'm sorry, my wonderful African queens, but they are white. And of course, the fantasy of most white men, they are also Asian. So who gets to tell you what is, is? Who gets to tell you what an, what an alien looks like? The anthropomorphications. Who lies to you about the truth about history in order to divide and control the argument so that you're fighting amongst yourselves? Divide and conquer the accuser of the brethren. What is truly polytheism? Monotheism. Paganism and atheism. What is black and white and who came up with it? There was a time that you just had an argument, unfortunately, about God, just God. Now it's about which God. Polytheism really did not have that argument if you think about it. Polytheism accepted all gods. And the modern diaspora 
Well, which God? What God? Faith. Used to be just faith. Now it's denominational. And you were thanking God for Martin Luther. Really? One thing about the Catholics, they kept it in one house under one roof. Kind of like Russia before it was broken up in many pieces. With this nuclear technology all over the place instead of under one roof. Kind of like a gang of roaches sort of scattered in your house instead of just the roach nest where you can just concentrate and get rid of them all in that one place. Now they're all over the place. When your enemy scatters, so do you. And it's hard to conquer the divide when they have divided and conquered. They used to say these things of Africans, not realizing that in Africa there was no judgment by black or white. Africans didn't just look down that enormous continent, many times bigger than the United States, by the way and judged people by their color. That's actually barbaric. They were much more civilized than that. It was tongues and language and a plethora of other more highly intellectual reasons for distinction than something as barbaric as you're fat, you're skinny, you're black, I'm white. That came from our Eurocentric barbarians as if they give you the judgment of denominations Episcopal Presbyterian it's amazing many were welcome in the civil rights movement of the 60s to march with Martin Luther King but they were not him He embraced them. They did not embrace him. Because they never want really who you are. They simply want to use what you are. You become a convenient truth to their means or ends. Isn't that what communists and capitalists do? The friend of my enemy is my enemy. Because now you are in cahoots with helping destroy something. Now we'll accept you. We won't fight you now. You're helping us. What's happened in this world? That you don't realize it started in your home. Being trained to judge people by their color. Or by their denomination rather than their humanity. There is one humanity and one human race. And there are those who say there is no God and there are those who say there is. There are those who follow and there are those who don't. There are those who pretend and there are those who are the real thing. And then there are those who are innovators and counterfeiters. Which are you and from whence do you come? You get into arguments on the street with these religious demagogues about what 
building you go to. No one does that more than white Christians, unfortunately. Who's your pastor, not who's your God? Completely optional. And in the diaspora of the black American, you find that they even judge each other by the pigment tone of their skin. They learned well from their slave masters, did they not? You all are so barbaric, less than civilized. And the worst part of it is when a barbarian believes themselves to be civilized, then what is hope for the man that cannot acknowledge what it is? Hence the identity crisis of your own sexuality or even humanity. God's had enough. You will be turned over to your reprobate way of thinking. You will cannibalize and consume yourselves because your way of thinking is unsustainable. Oh no, my dear friends, it won't be stopped. It's going pedal to the metal. It's going to be a multiplier to an exponential factor of three until you ultimately consume yourself like an energy that's burning itself out. It can't stop, but it will die.